Welcome to the Mortcast. Before I get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Wazee, in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Now is a good time to go to bfwdenver.com. Book yourself up a wine bottle. They got reds, they got whites, they got Rieslings, they got partnerships with Western Slope wineries. They've got everything you need in a one-stop shop right there in the middle of the dairy block. But if you go to bfwdenver.com, say if you're not really comfortable going out or if you really just want to pick up a bottle, drive down, pick up yourself up a bottle of uh, of the, say, the 2017 Cabernet or the Blake Street Billend or even some of that Red Zinfandel, which is really good. Or you could go to bfwdenver.com, order delivery, shipment, um, curbside pickup, all of that stuff. They also have swag on there you can buy. They've got, you could book yourself virtual wine tastings. It's a, really your one-stop shop. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazee, beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. They're always online at bfwdenver.com and on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. When you go in or you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Okay, this is the this is a quick episode to kind of... Um, I don't know how to put this. Uh, this is a quick episode to kind of reshape people's minds and I and you know after years and years of everyone following me on through Denver Stiffs from 2009 to 2017 uh, to my brief stay at Mile High Sports for a year uh, you have seen that I have have been consistent about one thing and that thing is preseason does not matter no matter how many histrionics Michael Malone has, and we will get to that in the second part of this podcast. Um, yes, you're looking for base-level competence. Winning and losing does not matter. Um, you are looking for this team to just try to get better. And what you're seeing is, with this Nuggets team is just a, a, a lot of experimentation and a kind of an inability to get the right combination for the bench unit. And a lot of that is a process of Michael Malone needing to eliminate people, not add people. Okay. Um, and as of right now, the Nuggets bench is far below their starting unit, despite the chemistry issues that... Uh, Mr. Jokic and Mr. Porter have, which I will address tomorrow on uh, on the podcast. But as far as this team goes, a lot of these issues they're having, quote-unquote issues, are completely predictable. And they're predictable because it is, they're having to focus, refocus their offense. And even in the last, in last year, the Nuggets were operating out of a base of Jamal Murray being um, Jamal Murray being a basically the one-two with Jokic, and with Murray out, they have to redo completely redo the offense because Murray's not going to be back till basically almost the end of the year. So, what do the Nuggets do? Well, they have to rejigger their offense. Where I see that they've messed up is that they have 
they have gone to an offense that is primarily about volume three-point shooting. Um, similar to the Utah Jazz, um, but where it's fumbling is the bench unit. The bench unit very clearly is not as good as the starting unit in shooting threes. And it is, they try to, um, to remedy that by putting Michael Porter Jr. into that unit. And it's not, it didn't work. Uh, particularly last night, it just didn't work. But these games don't matter, folks. These games do not matter. This is like glorified practice. Who cares that they lost to the tanking Oklahoma City Thunder? It doesn't matter. It, 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 it comes out in the wash. Everyone starts the year 0-0, zero, zero, okay? If you're looking for excellence right now, you're not going to find it. And let me be the bearer of bad news. You're not going to see it in the first two weeks of the season. Um, I've said this over and over, and going back to my time at Denver Stiffs, I've said this constantly. The NBA teams take about two weeks to get into shape. This is a thing that has been um, consistent in the, in the entire time I've watched the NBA because back, back in the day, we didn't even get to see preseason games, okay, folks? Uh, they would play in, like, the Nuggets would have a game in, like, Des Moines, Iowa, and then in 2009 or 2008, they had a game in Edmonton, uh, Canada. They had... They just, the, the Nuggets at uh, that time in the NBA didn't really focus on preseason. We didn't get to see preseason. All these kinks that you're seeing were worked out in a uh, kind of a subterranean fashion. You didn't get to see this. Every team goes through this. Look at the Lakers right now, okay? The Lakers are dealing with gigantic chemistry issues because of the the uh, nature of their roster. No one on the planet thinks that this Lakers team won't be good by the end of the year. Straight up. But we what when fans see this stuff, it's, it's like and maybe it's because of Twitter, it amplifies the panic of something that doesn't need to be panicked over. Um we saw this roster last year when the Nuggets were in a very disadvantageous position after Will Barton went out, uh, after Jamal Murray went out, you know, Will Barton after Jamal Murray and then PJ Dozier and uh, just this, the Nuggets had no guards going into the playoffs and they were still winning games. Okay. This Nuggets team has proven they can win. What they are doing right now is experimenting with a, something they have never done and that is volume three-point shooting. And where it is affecting it the most is the second unit. The second unit is being crushed by the fact that they don't have any shooters, other than, say, Bones. But are you going to say, tell me that Bones Highland is going to take 15 threes in the second quarter of the game? That's not reasonable. you got to move the ball around, right? There's a lot of different things that are happening at the same time. And a lot of it has to do with the Nuggets trying something different. I kind of think, just in my view, I'm not a coach, so from the outside looking in, I think the Nuggets have landed on the wrong solution. Um, They're not giving themselves confidence. And if I'm going to have a complaint of the Malone era, it's that the Nuggets tend to have these offensive spirals 
because they are very rigid. Um, some of that has to do with Jokic, but some of it has to do with their approach. Um, they are they believe it or not this this Nuggets team is very it's it's not loose and carefree and like freeform. No, it's I mean other than fast breaks when Jokic is throwing the uh, the baseball pass or the foot or the uh, the touchdown pass the hail mary. Uh, there's just no this Nuggets team is very pre- predictable, and I I said that last year. In the playoffs, the Nuggets were completely predictable. The, the Suns knew exactly what they were going to do, so you can see why they were, they are right now adjusting and trying to go with a different offensive approach. They are trying to do more like what the Utah Jazz have done, only with a better offensive center, and it's they're working out the kinks, and it's going to be a while. Now, I I'm I'm like I said, I'm skeptical of the approach the Nuggets are taking. Um, as at one point last night, the Nuggets were seven for thirty for three, in three-point shots, and most of the misses were the bench unit. This is why we're having this kind of bench problem. Um, I tend not to get caught up in the the defense is terrible stuff because that works itself out over the year. Um, the Nuggets got better defensively as the year went on last year, and they started off terribly. So I'm not worried about that. Where I my concern is is just the Nuggets having time to work out the kinks. And I think the way their schedule goes at the first of the year, it's going to benefit them a bit to kind of work their way into this. But folks, this is going to take a bit. They're trying a fundamentally new approach because they don't have Jamal Murray. And that part is the part that is undeniable, and it's part of the reason why this Nuggets team is struggling. Uh, on the other side of the DraftKings read, I'm going to talk to you about Michael Malone and his uh, <clears throat> reactions last night and uh, how he's not helping. But uh, we'll get to that after I talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL is 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer. DraftKings uh, customers can also get into the skin in the game with the same-game parlays. Uh, combine multiple bets uh, from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Uh, same-game parlays are kind of neat. Um... I did a, the debut of my show uh, last night, Morty and the Sharp, which was an NFL betting show that I've put there on CSG. It may eventually get its own uh, feed. Uh, I don't know yet. But it is, um, we kind of talked about this. This is, Parlays are really where you can make your money. Um, these, these parlays are, are really, really the, the, where you can really make hay. So if you can get in some of those same-game parlays, you could probably really get uh, much, much more money on your return than you will just betting the uh, the over-under or the point spread. Uh, 
Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS to bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. What is up, everybody? All right. Now, uh, obviously, you guys are going to roll your eyes. This isn't necessarily a criticism of Michael Malone, but it's a continuation, and I, I have to, I have to just say this. I think it was the second quarter of the game. Michael Malone just went ballistic, and you could just, you could tell that it was just whatever he has in his head is not being put out there in the court. And I saw this because I, 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 had, I was listening to it on the radio, but someone sent me a clip of him doing this. And my initial reaction was, well, maybe they were just the, playing that badly, you know, on the radio. You can't get the visual picture, obviously. And then I thought back about it, and uh, folks, it's the preseason. And where Michael Malone and my big complaint with Malone has always been, he's a hothead and sometimes hotheads make things worse. And I don't think he helped his team last night at all. And uh, Malone said that uh, uh, was the game before that uh, his dad sent him a text told him to reminding him that it was only preseason that kind of tells you exactly what I've been talking about with Michael Malone. Sometimes he makes things worse. And I could tell the team was extremely tense the rest of that game. They were tense, and it was a freaking preseason game. The team is just working out the kinks at this point, expecting things to be 100% fluid without Jamal is not fair. Yes, this team basically played yeah, last year without Jamal, but that is a different situation, right? They're preparing to play 60 games, 70 games, you know, probably just 60 games, 55 to 60 games without Jamal, right? Depending on when he comes back, right? They can't operate the same way. And uh, I did a podcast on this um, last year at the end of the year. Will Barton cannot be, try to be Jamal Murray. Will Barton is Will Barton. He adds something different. He's not Jamal. No one can replace Jamal. This is why the Nuggets are trying something new. They're trying to get more threes up and change their offense. Now, this is going to go to my next podcast, which is going to be about the relationship between Nikola Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. But in until then, this team basically just needs time to work out the kinks, and it's going to take into the regular season. And I think Michael Malone knows this. He just can't help himself. And from what I can tell, last night the team was not aided by their coach freaking out. And it was, and I think, it, if I recall correctly, it was the second quarter, and he just he just was like, going ballistic about, about some, I forget what the, the context was. He just was, you, you could tell. 
and it's it's not something that needs to that that helps the team. This is the team with expectations, and that is okay. Well, I don't. I, okay, let me revise that. I don't like it. I don't like hothead. I don't like the hothead approach. But sometimes it works with certain players, and definitely I think it works in developmental situations. But as the team gets older and more veteran-like, it, it becomes increasingly hard for that sort of thing to break through. And what I saw last night was a team that was completely, well, I heard last night, I should say, was a team that was completely tense. They were tense because they were missing shots, and the more they missed shots, the more Malone freaked out. And I think that is part of and parcel of the problem. And whenever Malone re- relaxes, and I do mean relaxes, this team really does begin to play its best basketball. And until he kind of relaxes, I don't think this experimentation and this new implementation of what the Nuggets are trying to do, I don't think it will fully set in. This, you cannot be tense while you're shooting. You cannot like think you're on pins and needles and you're you're going to lose your spot in the rotation because you missed a shot. Shooting is confidence, and this Nuggets new offense is based obviously, as we've seen in this preseason, on a lot of volume threes. And being tense is not going to help the situation, and that's where Malone needs to ratchet it down again. And to his credit, he usually does. He usually understands it, brings it back down, takes a chill pill, until he gets really upset again. <clears throat> but this cycle needs to end. And this is preseason. I think everyone in on the planet knew, and then to say, speaking to fans, speaking to Michael Malone, speaking to anyone else who has any vested interest in the Denver Nuggets, Intellectually, we all knew this was going to take time. And it's going to take time to build chemistry between Michael Porter Jr. and Nikola Jokic, which is a mutual problem. Uh, Those two don't understand each other. They exist on two completely different planets. Okay? But I'm going to talk about that in the next podcast. But it takes time to build chemistry. It takes time for, say, the pieces to fit. Like I said... Look at the Lakers. The Lakers are having some trouble right now because they're putting a bunch of things together that weren't together last year. And it's hard to make all that work. Same thing with the Nuggets. Um, they have the same pieces, but they're trying something new. It's going to take some time, folks. And as soon as we as fans like kind of intellectually accept that and that this is preseason and this is what this is meant for, We'll relax a bit and not think the world is over coming into the season. Because that's really what you need at this point. Is to the understanding that this is just a function of what preseason is for. And even the first part of the year. I'm fully expecting an ugly first game against the Phoenix Suns. That is 100% in my expectations. They're going to need to try to find whatever going to need to try to find. Like last year when they were incorporating Mike, uh, they started out one and four. Things were kind of sketchy. It happens. It happens with the best NBA teams. It's okay. 
because you're working towards getting better. And I think the Nuggets and Nuggets fans need to collectively understand this and ride that wave. And we won't we'll sound any alarm bells until well into the season if things haven't improved. And I think we all collectively, I'm including myself into this, we all collectively need to understand this because the sooner we understand this, the better off we will be. All right, thank you all for joining me in the latest Mortcast. I'll be back tomorrow with uh, my podcast about Nikola Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. I hope to see you there. Goodbye.